genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we need to listen to our elders as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one sage wisdom minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Crystal Beth. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Oh, it's always a delight. We've got you here today. (laughs) From Aunt May Minute, yeah. Uh, Today is a Aunt May heavy minute, minute 74 of Spider-Man 3, which begins with Peter... Uh, laughing at something he shouldn't laugh at and ends with MJ stepping out on the street from a uh, a jazz club of some kind. Mm-hmm. But most of it's just Peter and his aunt t- mm-hmm. t- talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Having a little heart to heart. Yeah. So this, uh, this revenge is poison uh, whole sort of monologue. I mean, this is, this is definitely there's a hero in all of us, right? Like this, yeah. that is what this is for this movie. This is the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing where it's like, let me, let me, let's just have Aunt May just say the theme out loud. Um, it's worked before, so. Yeah, because I mean, that's, that's the, I mean, revenge is, is um, essentially like a, uh, uh, a form of not forgiving someone. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, if forgiveness is the theme of this movie, then, um, you know, yeah, I think this, this movie is not, is working under the assumption that the opposite of forgiveness is, uh, not like holding a grudge. It's revenge. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think that's, uh, that's, that's sort of what's, uh, what's happening here is the symbiote is meant to represent, revenge i guess um yeah. in a way but it's it, it's just it's very i i find that it's not as clear as i would like it to be yeah yeah well i mean the whole it's not clear at all in the movie at all at all mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is just another notch on the old belt for lack of clarity yeah yeah um i at least it's a shorter one you know like it, it doesn't uh I just I feel like last time we had a big Aunt May speech, it, the logic of the scene almost twisted itself in knots. But like Rosemary Harris just like carried it on her back and made it work to the point that like it resonated with people. This at least the concept is smaller and the the scene is smaller, so she can just sort of like say the wise thing, the life lesson, and then get out. But I don't know if the life lesson, even though it's it straightforward here applies to the movie as a whole nearly as well as it did last time basically yeah well and it also doesn't work because the thing that she's teaching peter is that we shouldn't kill people um and (laughs) and also like he already did as far as like the movie's concerned he already murdered someone she's like we shouldn't kill people peter and he's like man i really wish you would have told me that 24 hours ago (laughs) because it's a little too late now aunt may he's dead i killed him yeah Uh, you know scott sometimes a hero has to murder someone with their bare hands mm-hmm. in order to learn that they shouldn't murder people with their bare hands. <laughs> right. You know, 
Like yeah. that's how I figured it out. I was like, no, oh, yeah. this doesn't feel good. Actually, you uh, know what? Now I know this is wrong. Thank right. you. I'm so that's, glad. Uh, th- yeah, no, I, absolutely. I mean, that's that's uh, you know, we we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, turn people into mud, and mm-hmm. we shouldn't uh, break their necks <laughs> instead of uh, <laughs> instead of just flying them away from a thing. <laughs> But but at once I learned via neck snapping and mud creation that that's a bad thing to do. I was a better hero, so right necessary. Um, right. Yeah. Sometimes this... it's a hand on hands on experience you need. <laughs> uh, hands on uh, their neck, more like it. Uh, uh, you're not no, you're not Superman, you know. Uh, Spider Man <laughs> doesn't kill people. <laughs> Are two things that she just said. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, it would have been so great if she would have been like, "You're not the Punisher, you know." There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please, Aunt May. Um, oh man. The yeah, just the the framing here is weird. Uh, with with yesterday's discussion about the that they're both pretending about the secret identity thing, but not pretending about the secret identity thing, and the timing of this scene like in relation to the murder and the overall lesson, it just doesn't work like on the day, right? Like there's a phrase you say when you're uh, filming something and we're like, you're um, trying to make the scene work. That's, that's the phrase you use. Like we're trying Mm -hmm. to get this scene in the can, make sure we got it to work. And some of that is like the in rehearsal, trying to figure out how the emotional beats land, figuring out how we're going to shoot it. So the meaning comes across properly, all that sort of stuff. Um, where in a microcosm, you have a day's worth of problems to solve, and you're solving those problems for that one scene. And I'm not knocking any of that problem solving here. I think mm-hmm. the actors are great. I think it's a perfectly functional scene in the way it's shot and the way they get across the information to each other. It's just the framing of it and the larger story that isn't what they were shooting this day that just makes this not work for me, even mm-hmm. though they made it work. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it doesn't fit like there's, so generally when I watch movies, I watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. but there are parts of some movies where I know I can go do something else. Like if I was watching this on my computer, this scene would happen and I would open Reddit uh-huh. <laughs> and I'd hear what was going on and I would understand what was happening, but you, it's, it doesn't mean anything to me even right. though it's, you know, you need yeah. to get Aunt May's, you know, thoughts. Right. Because right. you have to have those thoughts in a movie, in a Spider-Man movie. Right. Um, yeah. But it's, I don't feel bad for either of them. Yeah. And not, you're not supposed to feel bad for anyone. Like, I don't feel bad for Peter, and I don't, I think Aunt May's being a little naive yeah, I don't think that your like sage wisdom moment should be a thing that makes people go, "Oh, great, I can go pee now in the theater." Yes, you know, yes, right. exactly. <laughs> right. Um, I also need to point out how much the scene sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, I, well, here's the thing. Yeah. Where are they? Um. Oh yeah, a, a couch. It's. I think it's couch. supposed to be at couch, comma, Aunt May's apartment. Uh, Do we know Greenwich? that though? Do no. we know that? No, no, we don't know that. We don't. Yeah. No, no, we don't know. They're floating in the ether because there is 
there is no establishing shot of any kind to establish like where they are at all. And I'm not talking about the outside of the building. Sam's favorite (laughs) establishing (laughs) shot of outside the building. I'm just talking about like, I have no idea like where, where, make a cup of tea. Yeah, what yeah, space do, is this? Do something like have Be some in the action. kitchen with cookies and bring them in. Yeah, yeah, do do something. But instead, we just get these two boring over-the-shoulder shots. I have no idea where they are, where they're sitting, where they are in relation to each other. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't know anything because there's no wide shot to establish mm-hmm. any of that. But it is it's so tight the whole time. Yeah. It and feels, I, I, I was if oh, she came in with cookies, then we could have a, a little crossover. So she would be telling this uh, this little anti revenge story, and then she'll pick up the tray of cookies and say, "Have a cookie. <laughs> By the time you finish it, you'll feel better." <laughs> and bring some matrix matrix in here. <laughs> yeah, and Peter can be like, oh, "This is pretty good. Do they have nuts in them?" And she goes, like, "No." Um, yeah, uh, it, it almost one. feels like. There is no spoon, Peter. <laughs> Other than the what? one I'm using to stir this tea. Oh, um, it feels like this. The what we see in the film is part of a longer sequence that got excised. Like mm-hmm. it feels like the back half of a scene and not a complete scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, but before that, something was happening, and then they sat down on the couch to have intense moment, and then we went into closer coverage, yeah. and we had this discussion. They were like, well, she was bringing in cookies, but we really need the garbage mirror scene. <laughs> so we have to cut something, and we, we need garbage mirror, so let's leave that. Yeah, kill your darlings, yeah. Um, cut out the tea and crumpets. You know what's so funny about the garbage mirror scene is, like, looking back, it's totally unnecessary. If you had cut straight from him... Uh, uh, straight from him in the like saying like good riddance to mm-hmm. him walking up the stairs of his apartment looking like that. Yeah, it would be uh-huh. fine. You don't need the garbage mirror scene. You don't and need it. You could get rid of the establishing shot. And you could get rid of the establishing shot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think you're right. I think they did cut out the first half of the scene because otherwise, like, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, why we would be here? Like it just it doesn't it doesn't play properly at all. No, um, yeah. it it feels like like I'm I have no problem with them cutting into the scene in the close up. I I'm actually I I like when movies do that. Like when mm-hmm. when or TV shows where you cut into a close up and then you go wide to establish the scene like later, like in a few like a few lines of dialogue later. Yeah. Um, I, I like that, but they never do that. They just mm-hmm. stay in the close-ups. It is a very I don't I mean, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna totally uh lay the burden on the editor, but mm. it feels like a very poorly edited scene because I can't I can't imagine that they didn't have oh oh coverage of of a wide shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that that seems crazy to me. The idea that uh, a first AD or or anything would be like, oh no, it's fine. We don't need a wide shot. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, they that, definitely filmed one. Yeah, 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 that sound that's that that's that's insane. Um, there's no way they didn't shoot uh, coverage of a wide shot, um, and the fact that they're not using it is mind-boggling to me. It's almost as if the editor had already edited the scene together. Yeah, and, and then, then just cut, cut a yeah, chunk out. Yeah, right. Cut the first half out, and then just or they left accidentally it as deleted is. a file. Right, <laughs> just, just left it as oh, is I without an establishing shot. shot. Um, yeah. it yeah. would have been so. It would have been nice even just to end this scene with a wide shot of him. 
just being quiet and like looking at her and then she's and then she like gets up to like she's like i'm gonna go get us some coffee or yeah whatever and or then leaves. she slaps him and he's just <laughs> she's, and he's just alone in the room Cut. yeah right because like in uh I think it was the last movie, right, when he says his truth about how he thinks he inadvertently caused Uncle Ben's death. responsible for the death of Uncle Ben, yeah. Yeah, we ended that in a wide shot, and it was totally yeah. effective when yeah, Anne May gets up and leaves. So, yeah. what's going on? It's got There has to be some extra thing going on here where the, like, sensible, uh, like, solution wasn't available, yeah, and they had to cobble together the things that the, that they had the way they had them. Yeah. It's just not good. It's just a weird seam in the patchwork of this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, um, I think this is becoming a theme, for, at least for these minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I. but you know what's funny is I'm going to be very complimentary of tomorrow's minutes. So, um, <laughs> good. Yeah. So that's, that's something at least. Uh, but yeah, no, this, this is not, this is not great. Um, I, I like the, I like what she's saying. I like that she's stating the theme. I like that they've made, they've given that role to Aunt May, you know, mm-hmm. in these movies is like, yeah, she's going to say what the movie's about. Um, I, I like that. I do. I really do. But, uh, this is, uh, I don't know. Um, not a, it's just not a well put together scene. There's nothing wrong with it on the page necessarily. Yeah. It's just, it's a scene that makes me think of like better scenes in other movies. <laughs> and yes. I, should, I shouldn't be thinking that Ouch. while I'm watching, you know? That yes. I, might be one of the worst insults to a movie <laughs> ever. Sorry. Just I'm because sorry. it's like, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate because they're, they're very powerful emotions. It's indifference. Right, right, right. Yeah. Being like, oh God, this scene's bad is one thing, but it's giving you emotion. But the fact that it's like a scene that makes me think about other movies is just a kick in the dick. Yeah. You you know the one I'm thinking of, right? Is uh, in in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, when like uh, uh, Frodo's going on about the first time they spot Gollum and he's like, "Uh, Bilbo should have killed him when he had the chance. And there's that little moment that Gandalf has with him where he's like, you know... uh, he says something to the to the effect of like, many that live deserve death and some deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Even the very wise cannot see all ends. Like it, that is so functional and so small and specific and is immediately memorable. And I can like picture it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And there's like the sh- the shots are are interesting and they staged it in a fun way you know obviously they had more fun things to do since they were like in the mines in middle earth or something but it's still just two people talking to each other about you know bloodlust being uh not a thing you should aspire to right Mm -hmm. but here i'm just like okay a lesson's happening yeah 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 uh school (laughs) yeah i don't want to be in school right now jeez um so then we uh, we leave this scene and uh, and Peter seems uh, kind of upset by this whole uh, conversation. He's he seems less guilty and more like mad that she's not on his side. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's he's just exactly. kind of like he's just like what the hell, um, you know? Like that's not what he was expecting. He was expecting her to be like, oh, good job, Peter. It's like he's never met her. Yeah. Like when a cat brings you a dead like bird and you're just like, ah, geez, why? And it's like, what are you, what's wrong with you? I did this for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. This I got is- this for you. Yeah. <laughs> I really put my neck out there. I don't, geez. Um, 
Yeah. Oh man, it would have been great if he had just dropped down like a jar of like mud. Just, <laughs> just like stuck his hand in it and flicked it at her. Yeah. Just like Flint Marco's dead. It's like, what is this? What's the mud about? Oh, he was a sand monster. Um, anyway. Tell it to Flint uh, Marco. Raise him from the dead. <laughs> So uh, so then we cut to this uh, this this actually nice establishing shot of the jazz room. This one works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th- this one works really well because you know we're actually landing on a character. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Crazy. You, Im- you know, you can involve this, the characters your stories are about in the establishing shot. That's yes. just crazy. Oh my it's god, mind-boggling. <laughs> um, but I really love the uh, the jazz room sign. Really yeah. love it. Yeah. Me too. Uh, it's uh it's it's pretty great um saxophone we got a we got a uh uh what is that trombone what is that trumpet trumpet yeah yeah it's trumpet um trumpet saxophone music notes it's it's just a really nice logo just in general it's like old Um, school new york looking too yeah all in neon like that's awesome oh Oh, yeah no if i saw this i'd be like that's a cool sign i'm never going in that place ever but (laughs) that is a cool sign um yeah that was i actually uh when i was watching this i was like oh that is a cool sign and i immediately looked up a movie location because i was like where is that it's uh a sound studio oh Uh, yeah yeah i was like Man, there's so many awesome locations. I was like, where? I mean, it looks just like New York. The street is so dirty. Yeah, this one's definitely a back lot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's it's cool. There's a lot of like signs. There's also missing people. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of like flyers pasted on the on the walls of this place. Yeah. uh, Which is uh, which is weird. But um, well, they're all uh, they're jazz performers i looked up a couple of these like bailey well, carter for the missing the missing one is it? yeah yeah, yeah. The, like the the advertisements are for like real jazz performers and then the missing ones is just like kit missing kids and uh like uh it's local. yeah it's, it's really sad and it looks like it's only a one thousand dollar reward Oof. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's kid. maybe don't man. put how much it is I'd just be like, is reward. that my worth, mummy? <laughs> like you're the missing yeah. kid and you find this poster <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> God, and then you're like gosh darn it I'm going back into the cave uh, with yeah. that oh, creepy uh, guy to, to be clear actually it is a hundred thousand dollars oh, oh. oh. alright okay. okay that's yeah. much Thought better I just said a thousand <laughs> yeah that's that, I think that, that's about what a human life is worth yeah no yeah, that's yeah that's right yeah. roughly a hundred thousand yeah definitely that's a good New York price for a <laughs> no. actually life. actually no it's actually uh, fifty thousand because it's two people so it's fifty thousand each uh, okay oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ad said one hundred thousand no it's a, it's at a hundred thousand for both you found one you get fifty thousand <laughs> and you're lucky to get that get out of here. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I missed the part where that's my problem. Uh, or, or like that guy, you just slip him the 100. Like, no. Right, yeah. Read it again, webhead. <laughs> Said 100,000 for two. You gave me one. You're lucky to get 100. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, anyway. boy. I wonder what Mary Jane's doing there. I guess we'll, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, probably, probably nothing important. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, so uh, use uh, duelinggenre.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon shopping. We get a little piece of whatever you buy. You know how it works. Just go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. That'll take you directly to Amazon. Uh, and then anything that you buy from Amazon will get a little piece 
so just, you know, bookmark duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and use it for all your Amazon shopping. You won't even know that it's happening, but Amazon yeah. will, and they'll be upset. <laughs> but that's Yikes. okay. It doesn't come that's out of okay. your pocket. It comes out of theirs. That's the yeah. best part. That's what you want. That's definitely what you want. Yeah, take it from the man. <laughs> Absolutely. Duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with Minute 75. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.